What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Adiola Me, also known as the Midterm Queen, because let's just manifest we are bodying them. We got to, we got to. It's your boy, Kyrie, and the semester is kicking my butt. Mm. But you know what? We're getting through it. We are, we are, I feel that. But you know what's really funny? My memories are now hurt my feelings. Two years ago was homecoming. So what was your favorite homecoming memory? My favorite, I would definitely say um, Yardfest. Yardfest is going nuts. And it, mm-hmm. as it being my freshman year, you know, I really didn't know what to expect, but you know, it was all I could have asked for. I will tell you that we had, um, you know, a bunch of good performers, you know, everybody in their best fits, great food. It was just, like I said, anything I could ever imagine. What about you? I think my favorite thing has to just be the energy, like the the alum and all other HBCU students coming together at this one spot, you know, and just celebrating Black culture. It's just a beautiful sight to see, and I miss it. I really, really, really hope that next year, homecoming, is going to be better than ever. It really will be. And let, um, not last year, um, freshman year, that little, um, you know, Sunday service Kanye had, I'm telling yes. you, the sound. I didn't, I didn't hear anything about it except the actual sound of, I was like, what is that? What is it? It was angelic. It was quite angelic. But okay, let's get right into the show. The amount of swag is just limitless. Like the things that these young people can do. Hey, what's up, everybody? We're coming at you live from the yard. That's right, with the realest, illest, and trillest conversations on all things HBCU culture. So let's get into campus and world news. As we just mentioned before, two years ago, my memories are hurting my feelings because it was HBCU homecoming, and some HBCUs are still having their homecoming. Have you seen any lineups that had you like, ooh, let me find out. I got to take a trip. I definitely know. Fam, you? Family's got everybody hot coming out. They got Lil Baby, Moneybag Yo. I think they also said the Migos, maybe. like. Oh, they got the hottest on the block. Oh, they really do. Anybody anybody you heard of? So, you know, I've been trying to keep away from looking at the lineups because my feelings are hurt that I would not be getting to experience one. But I have heard from my friends at other HBCUs that they're not really fans of theirs, like Delaware State. I heard they're not really Morgan State as well. Not really fans of their lineups. Well, I feel like, you know, sometimes you can't bring out, you know, the hottest stuff every year, but um, kind of like, kind of like, I guess we saw here at Howard, a lot of people, um, you know, that maybe blew up recently, they might have played, you know, a few, you know, three, four years ago at that school. So, you know, you guys just got to, you guys just got to wait and see. Yeah. And I do know that even if it wasn't specifically for a homecoming's lineup, like there would be events like YouTube Black Fan Fest. I remember Ari Lennox performed there, Janae Aiko, like, those were the performances I was waiting for. And they were so good. And nobody knew Ari Lennox when she came last, I think it was like my freshman year, three years ago. Oh, dang, three years, my feelings. I'm growing up. But um, nobody knew Ari Lennox then. But to see her blow up now, I would love to see her at homecoming perform. Oh, yeah, for sure. But let's look into Chadwick Boseman's scholarship that Netflix has introduced. Honestly, it's so beautiful that people are still doing some amazing things underneath his name because he was an amazing person. And so I saw that they're donating, like, I think it was like, was it billions or millions? Something. A lot of money. Yeah, 5.4 million. Yeah, it's a lot of money in donating it to um, HBCU students under his name. 
yeah, specifically, um, you know, some fine arts students, which I know, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times they don't get a lot of, you know, big scholarships, even if scholarships at all. But, um, oh. you know, I'm definitely happy for them. And, you know, you really love to see it. I was just going to say that, like, fine arts students never get the funding that they need. They don't really get the money to support their talents because people sometimes don't view them as a necessity. Right. The world literally thrives off of entertainment. So why not put money into the students who are about to be the next up and coming? So I'm so happy to see that this scholarship is going directly towards those students who are the future. But talking about HBCU funding, did you hear about how um, the funding for HBCUs is going to be cut by billion? Yeah. And I know a lot of people have been contesting about this because I think it actually went up by a billion. However, Mm -hmm. it was originally supposed to be 45 billion in total for everybody, which was like a gigantic increase. But, you know, since like all the Democratic infighting and stuff, you know, all the votes that are needed for it. Unfortunately, it went all the way down to two, which is still a little bit of an increase. But, you know, um, you know, that 45 definitely would have been you know, got a lot, lot farther and would have made it, you know, a huge impact. It definitely would have been top tier to be able to see that 45. But like you said, like, I feel like sometimes miscommunication kind of spreads like wildfire. And I do know that the funding we're receiving is still more than what I think under Trump's administration, what they were planning to give HBCU students. But Biden's proposed HBCU funding plan was not, um, it didn't come to a consensus. So they decided to like drop it, but it's still, like you said, more than the original um, or more than what we had before. Right. Yeah. So hopefully in the future, you know, we can maybe get, you know, definitely get close to that 45, but you know, we're working on it. We're working on it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the fact that they're not giving us that much money has something to do with the government possibly shutting down. Cause I heard the government's broke. Yeah. They're broke. They're fighting. But what I know is I'm over here stressing about school and all this and that. And y'all down 7th Avenue, a few blocks need to figure that out. Figure it out because y'all should not be concerned about my money when y'all don't have none in your bank account. Don't worry about me. Worry about you, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. But in other news, recent school shooting in Texas where a student shot his bullies. So I really think that there needs to be a conversation made on why guns are even allowed in school in the first place. I understand, like, well, not that I understand, but I see the difference in this situation compared to other ones, right? So we usually see, like, mass shootings. There's no specific target. It's just everywhere. This one was a targeted towards people who are bullying a student, and he found out a way that he felt like he can get his revenge back. But in general, like, that shouldn't even have been the final resort, you know? There should have, first off, if I wish, or I hope, because I don't know the details in this, but, like, was somebody communicated to about the fact that this student was being bullied? Was somebody trying to intervene? Was he getting help, mental health? Like, we always have the discussion about mental health this, mental health that. And whenever it's a mass shooting with somebody who is not of color, it's always, oh, he was, like, it's a mental thing, it's a mental thing. But what about this student, right? And I, I haven't really been seeing... I've been seeing stuff, but not too much conversation about, you know, like the motive and all those kind of things. But like the conversation about was something being handled, was this being handled beforehand? Like, that's right. what I want to know. Yeah. And definitely like, you know, springing from that, like, I feel like kind of what, you know, they were aiming at was that it really wasn't, um, you know, like you were saying, like really just like a mass shooting, like it was targeted because you probably felt like, you know, he had to go to those lines because he wasn't getting listened to. So, 
you know, if they really just went to the root of the problem and, you know, just helped out and figured out, you know, you know, sat down with some of those people that were bullying him, then, you know, we probably wouldn't even be in the spot. But I know, like you were talking about earlier, you know, like guns really shouldn't even be allowed in school, much less, you know, really a lot of places anyway. So there's definitely kind of a two, two-ended approach to, you know, that definitely could have, um, you know, helped prevent this and what we should definitely look into, you know, for the future. Yeah, people just need to start saying send the Addy and let's just fight with the good old days. You know, we don't we don't really need guns. We let's just let's handle this differently. Um, but I know Texas has a lot going on. And one thing Texas I know is just not a fan of is them COVID shots. And apparently a COVID booster shot is coming up. I saw Biden take his little booster shot on camera. How are you feeling about this? Are you going to get the booster shot? Yeah, I know. I know I definitely will. Um, I know right now it's definitely kind of like, you know, when the vaccine first came out, it was kind of for the at risk and, you know, um, some people with pre-existing and older people. I know it's kind of in that stage right now, but um, I think it already said six million. But, you know, when our time, you know, eventually comes up, you know, I'll definitely I'll definitely take it. I know that. Yeah, I honestly I'm going to do whatever I need to do. It's funny. I saw a tweet that was saying how everybody was screaming for a cure. And now that the cure is here, nobody wants to take it. And so, I mean, look, shoot me up. I'm I'm ready. I just want to get back to as much normalcy as possible. And so if that is a COVID booster shot, it's a COVID booster shot. So if y'all are comfortable taking the shot, which I really hope majority of y'all are, take the shot, please. Like, I'm really, I'm really sick and tired of talking about COVID. Like, it really mm-hmm. went from, yeah, we skipping spring, like, we taking our spring break and coming back to... Yep. Um, we're about to be at our next spring break and COVID's about to still be here. So it's like... Oh my gosh, that let's, just feelings. Let's decide. Two whole years late. Like we've been in a pandemic for two whole years. Please wrap your head around that and get the shots. I cannot say another year. Like I really cannot do this again. Mm-hmm. Cannot. But another PSA, ladies, please be safe because these streets are just not safe for us at all. I know there was a situation where a woman, um, she was trying to get into her house and literally in the nick of time, like got in before some, she almost got hurt. Um, Somebody, a man was trying to like, was stalking her, I guess. And like, she closed the door right behind him before he could get in. And I've just seen so many like situations where women are missing. Um, I I forget the woman's name, but she was just killed because she, um, I guess, said no to a guy who was catcalling her or something like that. Like these situations are just unacceptable. And it's just so sad that as women, we literally fear for our lives and like getting to be back home every single day is a blessing because of the dangers that are out there on the streets. Yeah. And it's just so dumb. and so old, like that we can't just like, either just like mind your own business or just even at that, just like be respectful. Like Yeah. Their respect has gone right out the door. But again, woman, please stay safe. Please. Yo, have you heard about Cross Colors new collection? Indeed, homie. I just heard Cross Colors has a new HBCU collection dropping this month. Look at you, friend, on it. Cross Colors is showing love to the HBCU community this fall with the Homecoming Collection. Hoodies, joggers, tees, hats, all the looks. And we love to see it. Make sure y'all check out crosscolors.com for all the fire looks you need to stay fresh on campus this fall. Or you can find them at your nearby Nordstrom, Foot Locker, Foot Action, Champs, Zoomies, or Tillies. Now, back to the show for Pop Culture, the BET Hip Hop Awards. 
Did you watch them? I did not, but I definitely watched some of the highlights though. And they were saying Young Thug and Gunna was one of the best performances there. You know, Tyler winning, um, you know, album of the year, Young Blue, new young artist or best new artist rather. And then Nelly with the I Am um, Hip Hop Award, you know, for being, you know, his longevity within mm-hmm. you know, the music industry. Were there any, um, you know, areas that stuck out to you? Honestly, I have been a fan of Ty the Creator since middle school like I was so happy to hear his award like his speech for his award I think he just really speaks to the kids who don't fit into the mold but stand out where they are and I feel like he is just a creative genius and he definitely deserve deserve the award he won um oh gosh Toby Toby and fat they're like a couple they always wear like the monochromatic outfits hands down my favorite performance like they just came and gave what they needed to give like they were amazing I love how he always includes his wife and his like he had a painting of his like wife with his kids on the back of his outfit and like they were just dancing vibing that was like my highlight um and honestly I know people always come for the BET awards for the fits you know (laughs) getting very rainbow but I think they dressed like I like the looks that I was seeing for the BET awards yeah, for sure. There, there are always going to be people bringing it. We know that. Yep. And talking about music, NBA Youngboy is currently holding the spot for number one album while locked up. Let's talk about this. Oh, well, locked up. But I know that's definitely crazy. Like when I heard, you know, that it was number one album passing up, you know, certified lover boy, dethroning that. Like I was like, dang, mm. this is serious. So I definitely took a listen and was, you know, um, you know, there's definitely some nice songs on there. I would say my personal favorite is um you know white teeth but adiola do you have anything you know to maybe add on you know you listen to the album at all anything you like or just kind of you know um you know kudos to him honestly kudos to you nba young boy i personally um don't really listen to him as much but you know when i heard him slide on what's what's your name on tyler creators mm-hmm. album like oh like, hold on maybe i should give him a little listen because the versatility like that wasn't like what I'm used to knowing of his brand and music, but it was a very like chill, soft, like version of what I usually hear. And you know, NBA Youngboy fans, they have like a brand. Um, I am not a part nor associate with that brand. And I don't think I want to, but I do love that his fans hold him down. Like if one thing, like he has a great fan base and I feel like that's the reason that he's at the number one spot and beating Certified Lover Boy. Like people were streaming Drake like since CLB dropped. So now that NBA is holding the number one spot, like shout out to you two fans because you're holding a man down while he in behind the bars. Yeah, well, I'll definitely say, um, yeah, he definitely has that versatility that I feel like, you know, you know, you don't often think of when, um, you know, his name possibly comes up, like you were talking about, you know, some of the, um, you know, big songs he might be known for, but he definitely is, you know, I will say he's definitely growing on me a lot. I will say that. Yeah. So recently... There has been an increase of celebrities doing charity work. So for me, when I see celebrities do charity work, I'm always like, what's the catch? You know, I feel like there's always something behind the reasoning. Um, And I don't know if you saw this, but there was a show, I think it was ABC or Fox. They were going to launch of like celebrities, um, like, I don't know, competing to get money for their charities. I don't know. It was weird because Usher was on there and I was like, what? What charity work has Usher done? You know, it's, it's giving very for show. Um, but how do you feel like whenever you see a celebrity doing charity work? 
Yeah, I definitely feel like I know if I was, you know, in a position like that, I would definitely give, um, you know, you know, a lot, especially the back, you know, where areas that definitely help me, you know, get to where I'm at now. But um, I definitely feel like if celebrities are in, you know, that position, they should definitely do it. You know, I know there's a lot of, um, you know, like tax incentives and stuff and like social incentives, but, you know, I really hope they're doing it, you know, just out of the goodness, you know, they have in their heart. And like, you know, we've talked about before, you know, earlier in this episode with, you know, like Netflix and Chadwick Boseman and, you know, past ones like Jay-Z and um, Jay-Z and Beyonce, you know, with Tiffany mm-hmm. and Cohen and stuff. I definitely hope, you know, that people are forming a lot of these, you know, um, you know, like alliances and stuff and giving back just out of, you know, good faith. So hopefully they can continue that, you know, increase. Yeah, for me, I love when a celebrity is like quiet about their work. Like you just happen to hear about the stuff they're doing. Like my good sister Rihanna, like the philanthropist of all philanthropists. Like she always is helping out and giving back to the community, but she's not loud about it. She's not constantly posting about it on Instagram. Like she just does what she has to do and she keeps it pushing because that's what she does. It's out of the out of the kindness of her heart. And then there's other celebrities where I'm like, y'all stay posting. Like, you can see the kids in the background frowning at you because they're like, why are you here? Why are you taking a picture with me? I don't know you. So I'm always down for when a celebrity is doing it genuinely and not because it looks good for Instagram and some likes. Yeah, definitely. But a celebrity that's currently trying to give back, Kanye, he's opening Donda Academy. And I think it's like a prep school um, that's going to be in L.A. And I also heard that he is now recruiting some of the best of the best basketball players to be a part of his basketball. Like Kanye, this man wants to have a hand in like, is there about to be a Kanye basketball team? Like, that's what I'm hearing. You know what? It's given. I feel like there's going to be like a Kanye world. Like it's going to be like a Disney world type thing where it's just got like a little bit of everything. And I, I mean. From a business perspective and everything he just dabbles in, you know, I'll definitely, I'll definitely give him that. But like, I thought it was crazy that, you know, like he just started it or like just bought up the school and like all these big stars, you know, have already, you know, signed to go there. I don't know if it's later this year or next year, but you know, regardless, like, um, I feel like it definitely helps in the end because it gives, you know, a lot of these players, you know, more opportunity to go pro mm-hmm. and, you know, even go overseas, you know, to some of the yeah. lower leagues, like G League and all that. So, you know, just help, you know, pay for their dreams and their opportunities for their families. So if you, you could, know, like, would you would you register to be a student at Donda Academy? I, I would maybe look into it, you know, you know what type, you know what? I would actually have to see, you know, two or three years, you know, how they're running it there. And then, you know, if they're doing it nice, you know, maybe. But, you know, like I said, you know, it's just getting started now, but we definitely have to see. OK, OK, well, I don't know if I would go. I might, I might go there for a school visit, but I don't think I would go. But, you know, that's just that's just my opinion. Um, but Pharrell is canceling the Something in the Water Festival. Now, we don't know if it's definite or indefinite, but um, I was reading and it said it was because, <clears throat> and I quote something he said, I wish the same energy I felt from Virginia Beach leadership upon losing the festival would have been similarly channeled following the loss of my relative's life. So if y'all don't know, I know Pharrell's um, cousin was actually killed by Virginia police um, beach officer and there was no uproar about it at all. But now Pharrell is canceling his festival and there's uproar. I think the reason why is because he was talking about how the city is just filled with toxic energy and he wouldn't want to have a festival held there. Um, and I understand it. Like, 
people forget that celebrities are people too, right? I, people like Pharrell, like he's just, I don't really know how to explain it. He's just a very Zen person, but I feel like if you really test him, he's going to hit you back in a way that it's going to like hurt. And so obviously probably holding a festival like that in Virginia beach, like was given a lot of money to um, Virginia and like just things like that in general. But like one of y'all officers who y'all gave money to literally killed one of his closest cousins. Like what did y'all expect? Right. And I feel like it's really big because sometimes you see kind of the other way around. Like I know it's kind of happening during COVID was like the whole baby thing like some of these places are maybe like canceling you know shows like for certain artists and stuff but you know it's definitely big and i definitely um you know give him hand in that because you know what's happened with you know the super bowl and all that you know a few years ago i think it was with jay-z you know saying he didn't want to go mm-hmm. because of all the kaepernick stuff like i definitely you know like um you know a lot of especially you know black um you know celebrities kind of saying like all right here's the line if you guys are going to do stuff you know, about yeah. the things that, you know, we care about and you guys should care about as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to draw the line here until, you know, you fix it. So I definitely, yeah. I definitely like it. They value us as performers in like the music and all that kind of stuff. But then they forget that we're also people too, yeah. you know? So it's like, if that were you, what do you think you would have done? And people don't really think about it like that. Like they just view like, oh, Pharrell, like he's an artist, he's a celebrity, he got it. But like, he's still human. He lost somebody who was very close to him. And I think this is his way of kind of honoring the fact that, um, you know, he's, he's not going to hold the festival in a place that just did not respect his cousin. So I'm, I'm for it, you know, I'm for it. And I really hope that, um, he finds peace in the situation too, because we don't know how he's doing, you know? For sure. For sure. (sighs) YouTube is removing R. Kelly's channel. Bye. <laughs> okay. Okay. I the whole let me tell you something. The whole R. Kelly trapped in the closet series, that should have never been allowed. Like now that we know we know, like some of this stuff is just really wild. And I just don't know how it took us this long. I mean, like the boondocks been telling us, but the fact that like we're living a real life boondocks episode right now. It's just really crazy. Like our Kelly fans, I saw somewhere that was saying like his dreams have been like highest, like the highest they've ever been. And I'm like, why? Like who was who watching the R. Kelly YouTube channel? I'm, I'm asking like, that. I'm asking. I simply don't know why. I just know it's somebody's like auntie out there that just mm-hmm. came up probably. That I'm like the whole that him and Bill Cosby have on the black aunties, like on the black community in general, like the older generations, like they need to let go. They need to let go and forget about it because it's just getting very sad at this point. Like they are both crazy and we don't need to be supporting them. Message. Not, especially monetarily, for sure. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What you guys should be supporting, though, is the Rihanna Savage Fenty show. I don't know if you watched it, but I watched it and I I just think about Rihanna and I'm like, wow, a mogul, an icon, a legend. You are all of those things, Miss Riri. Like you are all of those things. You love to see it. You know, she definitely um, I know parts of the show, you know, combine fashion, dance, mm-hmm. music, you know, with some iconic ar- architecture, which I know, um, you know, all this stuff is super cool. And like you were saying, you know, you just love to see, you know, the success and the platform, you know, coming from her. So I applaud her. 
Exactly. And I feel like she just has created a beautiful platform for everybody and everybody. Diversity and inclusion is definitely there. Um, all body types, all gender identities, you know, just really representing for people who are just not represented in the mainstream. Um, and Rihanna just was given an amazing platform to give them that highlight that they deserve, that spotlight. Personally, my good sister Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine, ooh. She can sing and she ate that performance hands down, like literally chills up and down my spine. Like I just could not like a vocalist, truly a legend. Love to see it. We do. We do. Kyrie, did you hear about the latest HBCU games? Yeah, I've been new about that. Two words, HBCU game day. Pause. Don't you mean three words? Um, okay. Per my Google search, it says that game day is a whole two words. If you're so good at Google searches, why don't you ever know anything about sports? What was that, friend? Whether you say it are two words or three, HBCU game day is your one-stop shop for all things black college sports. Well, since you know everything athletics, what's going on in the athletics world then? You know, we got we got some pretty big stuff. You know, um, there's been some NBA players not being allowed to play unless they get vaccinated. Mm. One big one is Kyrie Irving. I know they just made. Um, I know Andrew Wiggins was one of the last ones, which he originally had um, possibly a religious exemption, but they um, rejected it, and he ended up having to get it. But now Kyrie is saying, for particular um, some like spiritual reasons, you know, mm. personal reasons, that he's not going to get it. And I know the Nets um, just released that. They will not be letting him practice, play, home, away, anything, be with the team at all until he gets vaccinated. And at the current time, he has no plans on it. What do you think, Adiola? I've been seeing, now this is something athletics that I know a little bit about. Um, I've been seeing this everywhere and it's really, it's interesting, right? Because I'm like, at what point do people get the choice to choose what they want to do, but not be affected by it, right? So obviously with schools, like vaccinations are mandatory. If you don't have a vaccination, you got to stay home, but there's that online school option. Um, but for like people who, this is their whole career, like, and I know Kyrie, he's a very spiritual person. Oh. Um, and I, I kind of already had a feeling like, Kyrie not going to get that vaccine. Like he's not going to get the booster shot. He's not going to get nothing. Um but it's like, this is obviously going to affect his life, like all around, like he's not making money. Like I'm pretty sure basketball is his main source of income. Um, and so it's just like, what's the, what's the happy medium? And yeah. I really don't know if we've come to a conclusion yet, like what the happy medium is. It's literally like, get it or don't get it. And there's like, the don't get it is going to affect people's lives who, again, religious exemptions, who are who don't believe in vaccines. And then getting it is like, what does that actually do to the person and what they believe in? And so it's just it's kind of a tricky thing. I don't really have any answer to it right now, but I hope this doesn't affect him. And I hope he maybe getting paid time off. I don't know. Yeah, but I know we will definitely see. I feel like there might be. Um, you know, there'll probably be somewhere between. But I feel like the you know, two extremes is maybe he. You know, sits out a few weeks, maybe the first month of the season or something, then eventually gets it. Or maybe he like, you know, something crazy and like retires or something or doesn't play the whole year, doesn't play maybe till COVID's done. 
Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Maybe, maybe once other people get vaccinated, then we can get back to normalcy. Kyrie's not getting vaccinated is not going to affect the world. So if y'all want to see your favorite player get back on the court, get vaccinated in honor of Kyrie. Okay, I'm done with that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You know, in some other news, um, some HBCU football records have been going off the charts this season. I know um, for Howard's last game, actually against um, Morgan State, um, we had our first shutout in football since 1991. And Ooh. in the same game, also had the longest touchdown in Howard history in Damn! our blowout of Morgan State. So okay, come on, Howard, redeeming yourselves. I know after after an 0-4 start, we will definitely take it. I will say it that it was looking real slow. It was looking really slow, but I see we're we're getting back on track. <laughs> there we go. There we go. And it's a, in some other HBCU football news. We have um, all these homecoming games, seeing high ticket sales you know, due to a lot of other events being canceled. So I know last game was going up and for some of these schools it's going up. So we will see, you know, some of the spotlight kind of turn from, you know, some of these tailgates and yard fest to, you know, maybe some of these football games and these bands. So, you know, I'm definitely excited for it. Yeah, I know people are just missing the hype of homecoming. And I think the closest thing we can get to it is hearing the band going to football games. So now they actually got an audience, you know, they got an audience for all their games. So I'm excited. I'm going to try to make it to the next one. I better see you there. I know that. Okay, Kyrie. Okay. <laughs> so now it's time for HBCU confessions. Let's take a look at what y'all talking about this week because y'all always got something going on, something going on. Oh my gosh. Okay. <clears throat> I took my girl's phone and texted her group chat. Guess who I'm with? And they said, not one, not two, not even three, 10 different names. And none of them were mine. What do I do? <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like these are getting worse and worse every That's week. I feel like really there's be some messy ones, but like, I feel like that's just bogus. That's, I just I want to know. know if these are real because that is really embarrassing. Like, first off, why would you take your girl's phone? What, what, what were you trying to find in the first place? Second off, you found something that you probably didn't want to find. 10 other names. 10 other names. And so what do you do? There's two things you can do, right? Act like you don't know and keep it pushing because, you know, it'll hit you when it's time to hit you. Or start naming all those 10 names and see her reaction. See what her, which one, which name makes her face light up the most <laughs> and start asking questions. All I know is, I would say, I would say he's not at too much fault. I will say that because I feel like, I mean, he might have jokingly took her phone, but like, if they really be a serious, like 10 names, she kind of doing them that bogus. I mean, like maybe, what if he's just taking her phone as a joke? I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate because you're taking her phone, not just looking through it, texting the group chat. The group chat is brutal. I'm going to say you tell you that right now. The group chat is always going to be brutal and truthful and honest. You went to the group chat. You went there first and typed in and like expecting. See, that's what you shouldn't assume. Don't assume nothing. Yeah. What if they say? I'm not going to say what they be saying, but assume it makes a what out of you and me? Right. And you obviously feel like a fool because you went and heard 10 other names that had nothing to do with you. So what do you do? Continue to mind your business because you see what minding your business 
um what my what not minding your business got you into so yeah definitely definitely digging up problems that might have not been there may have been there mm-hmm. we don't know but there's definitely a problem after that that's what i do know yep so more of the story mind your business and we definitely will so tune in every week to hear what your favorite hbcu students have to confess so now before we close out we want to leave you all with a major key to success Another. this week we have prepare for the unexpected let me tell y'all how i prepare for the unexpected today before we recorded this I studied, let me, this is just a testament, okay? I studied and studied and studied for my exam, right? You know, teachers always gonna be like, it's gonna be just like the study guide, it's gonna, what was the exam? Nothing like the study guide. And I had to prepare for the unexpected. And let's just say it's above me now, it's in God's hands, but it's the fact that I still was a little prepared. I studied, so I kind of knew the concepts. So prepare for the unexpected. It could take you places. There you go. I definitely, you know, I definitely try my best to study. I know for me personally, I definitely have a little threshold that I'm like, you know, if I study a little more, am I really going to do better on the test? Should I really just get this sleep? Because, you know, they say sleep helps you do better on the test. Mm-hmm. The more you have, you know, kind of like that blurred line there. You know, I definitely believe, you know, in that, um, you know, it's above me now mentality, you know, once you get to a certain point. But I know I definitely prepare you know, the best that I can and prepare, you know, for different things to be on, you know, academic tests, life tests. So I would definitely say, you know, um, definitely keep that in mind. The above me now mentality has me screaming because it really has been feeling that lately. Like it truly is above me now. But honestly, like just the unexpected in general, college is going to throw so much at you. So you just have to prepare for anything because you just got to stay ready. So you don't got to get ready. There you go. And just be, just be fluid. Just, 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 you know, what's for you won't pass you. Remember that. Exactly. So maybe that unexpected is what is for you. And if it's for you, exactly. It'll, it'll fit. It'll be right for you. There you go. We hope you are able to apply this to your life. And make it a daily routine to be the best version of you. Well, the time has come y'all. Yes, indeed it has. Make sure that you tune in next week for the culture. H H H B C. You 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 know. And we are out.